Hey everybody, this is Brandon Scott and I am the Fandom Pastor. As a big nerd, I guess, uh, I recognize that God is connected to everything in our world, and this includes fandoms. So fandoms are the fans of a particular person, a team, a fictional series, uh, all of those different groups that are identified together as a deep love or, or passion about a particular subject. Now, specifically, I'm looking at more of the, the nerdy side of things. So these are the Potterheads, the Harry Potter fans, the Trekkies, the Broadway fans, and more. God is connected to everything. And so join me as we see how God is connected everywhere. Understand that the first 46 episodes were recorded for YouTube. And so it's only 47 and after that are geared specifically towards uh, the podcasting. So thanks, God bless, and glad you can join us. Hey, everybody, this is Brandon Scott with the next episode of The Fandom Pastor. Um, so I wanted to go over again what The Fandom Pastor is all about. So a fandom is any group of people who are uh, especially passionate or in love with a particular um, idea, product, um, whatever it may be. So my last series was all on Broadway musicals, and of course there's a huge group of people who just absolutely adore Broadway musicals, and so... Um, that's what that is, and then I'm a pastor, and so this is looking at everything from a biblical then perspective as well. So what I have done, again, last series was on Broadway musicals. Last week, uh, or the last time, we finished that up, and we're starting a new series on um, Christmas movies. And this first one is kind of a fun one because it's between Christmas and Halloween, which we just we just had not too long ago. Uh, this is one of my favorite movies. I absolutely love this one. If you guessed the clue from last week, it is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, so, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas is stop motion uh, animation. Well, it's not animation, but it's stop motion. Um, and so what it is is uh, the figures will be moved a, a minuscule amount. Taken, there'll be a picture taken. They'll move, be moved again. And it's a very painstaking process. It's a lot of a uh, lot of work, and it shows you just how much um, commitment the people who did the the film uh, were into it. So the idea for Nightmare Before Christmas, if you don't know, came from when Tim Burton was actually walking past this store window and they were changing the display and they were changing this display from Halloween to Christmas. And so there was kind of this mixture of, of the joyful, happy, you know, bright Christmas with the, the dark macabre kind of, kind of ideas of Halloween and they were mixed together. And this grew into Tim Burton's mind, and he actually wrote a poem uh, on The Nightmare Before Christmas before eventually coming out with um, the movie itself. So, 
it's really, it's kind of an interesting story of how this came about and everything. And again, I, I love the movie. I think it's great. I love the story, the characters. Um, in fact, on Disney Plus, uh, my little profile picture is Jack Skellington, who's the main character in this whole thing. So I just, I love Nightmare Before Christmas. So I, I the thing is, um, all of us uh, are created to fill a special purpose and a place in God's kingdom, in his whole plan, his design for everything. We, each of us have a different space, a different place, different space. And here's the thing, I don't know what yours is. And to be perfectly honest, I don't know what mine's going to be, you know, uh, in the future. Next week, next month, next year, 10 years, I don't know for sure where I'm going to be, but I know that God has some place for us each. And that's, that's really between you and God, for each of us individually, and God. And if you seek his heart and his direction, you'll eventually get there. And sometimes it's a process. Sometimes it can take a long time. But I know, for example, what, what God does have a plan. He does have an idea, a place for each one of us. Um, and I, I know I've talked about being special before, but it seems like a lot of people need to be reminded the, of this again and again and again. And, and being special doesn't mean that um, you're going to uh, be on TV. It doesn't mean that uh, when you die that, that flags are going to be flown at half mass. It, it, it doesn't mean anything like that, but it does mean that you're special for something. There's a particular job that call, God is calling you to do, to be, to be a part of. Um, so in, in the, the story of Nightmare Before Christmas, um, the, the main character of Jack Skellington, who uh, is a skeleton type creature, you've probably seen him in the, the black and white striped suit and, and everything. Um, you see, Jack's trouble is a lot like the trouble that I had a few years ago. You see, like Jack, I was really good at what I was doing. You see, Jack is what was called the Pumpkin King and the, the main man. I mean, he was it for Halloween. And he was really good at making Halloween great. Uh, in fact, the, the, there's a song where, where Jack is talking about, you know, this is what I can do and this is what I can everything that I've done before and and later on the different characters talk about oh how wonderful Jack is and how amazing he is and how he can do everything but in fact at the beginning of the movie uh, it points out um, one of the characters says that this year's Halloween was even better than last year's um, and Jack see isn't suffering from being a loser he's too much of a success in his mind um, and like Jack uh, in, in Nightmare Before Christmas and then a few years ago or a year or so ago, um, we get bored. Uh, we thought there has to be something more. Uh, this longing for more, um, this idea is actually kind of a common theme in Disney and different uh, kind of ideas in different movies. For me, I wondered if what I was doing even mattered anymore. I had been, had the, been there, done that. Um, I was kind of going through the motions. Um, and, and the question was, what was there left for me to do? Um, 
for me, it was uh, looking into ministry. You know, I'd been doing children's and, and youth ministry for for 20 some years and i thought well you know i love what i'm doing i love the kids i i love uh being so involved in it but there was nothing new um it was the same things over and over and over again um and so jack actually talks about you know in, in one of his songs the, the pumpkin king he's grown so tired of the sounds of screams he's bored um he keeps getting the same reaction, the same idea over and over again. He feels like he's kind of lost his purpose. And he sings about it in, in Jack's Lament is the name of the song. And I'll link that below here. But what happens is Jack goes for a walk. Um, he, he goes for a walk with his ghost dog, Zero. And he just wanders. Um, doesn't really pay attention to his environment, where he is, where he's going, or anything like that. And he comes into this, this grove of trees, and, and each of the trees has different symbols on it. So um, there's a, a Easter bunny, um, it's an Easter egg uh, door, uh, there's a, a Thanksgiving turkey door, and there's a Christmas tree door. And this leads him to Christmas Town. And he, he opens the door, he goes in, and um, you've probably heard the song, What's This?, and he sings this song, and he's like, "Wow, what is this? This is, uh, this is wonderful. This is so different. This is, um, it's just so cool. You know, he's just so excited, and it's it's something wonderful. It's again, it's something new. He loves the way it makes him feel, and so this new feeling kind of awakens him. It awakens his uh, creative juices and and his." feeling of purpose, and it starts inspiring him, and he decides that this year, he should be in charge of Christmas. So he puts the citizens of, of Halloween Town to work, creating what he thinks will be a merry and jolly Christmas. Um, and you see all these different characters of Halloween Town. Um, it's just, it's kind of uh, fun to see all of them and and how they respond to what Christmas is. And uh, of course, their their perspective of, of Christmas and, and of everything is, well, it's supposed to be scary, right? And of course, that's not Jack's perspective, but that's what he, he kind of presents to the Halloween town citizens because he knows how, that's how he's going to get them excited about what he wants to do. Now, in the, the Making Christmas kind of this song, um, you see them different, doing different things and just kind of getting excited about it. And so we watch all of these, these residents, um, they're busy working on creating gifts for Christmas. And again, you know, they see like the Christmas toys maybe, but then they put their own like kind of dark, twisted, macabre kind of, uh, spin on it all. And every single gift is this scary and gross and disgusting, but they're doing their best to make what they think will be this wonderful Christmas. Now, as you can guess, this all goes wrong. Um, the toys end up attacking the children. Christmas wreaths try to, to strangle this old lady. Uh, I'm not laughing about that, but just the fact that how twisted and weird Christmas gets because 
the citizens of Halloween Town don't really get it. And so the the, peop, the police actually end up being on the lookout for this guy dressed up as Santa Claus. And the military gets involved. And, and um, Jack is eventually shot down by missiles. And Jack, before this, he's, he's like, oh, wow, I've done this great thing for Christmas. And I've made it so everybody loves Christmas again. And I'm having so much fun. And what happens is he completely missed the point. Now, eventually, Jack does come to his senses, and he, he sings that all I ever wanted was to bring them something great. And he really did his best, and it awakened something in him that he hadn't felt in his life for a long time. And he, he sings, I, Jack, am the Pumpkin King. That's right, I am the Pumpkin King. And so he gets so excited about coming back to Halloween, and he's like, and I even have some new ideas from this, even though it was a, a horrible situation, I got some great ideas for next year. And so he gets really excited. You see, Jack, like me, had forgotten who he was. Um, he hadn't discovered who he was meant to be so that he could make a difference. So why was Jack's version of Christian so, Christmas, not Christian, Christmas so messed up? Was it because he, he tried to kind of make it evil and dark and macabre? Um, no. Jack and the rest of the people of Halloween Town could not make Christmas merry and jolly because that's not what they were created to do. That was not their purpose. Um, their purpose in life was to scare people. Um, and that's what Jack was created to do. So when Jack finally comes to this re realization that um, that is who he is, I think it's safe to say that he's now going to fully devote himself back to the idea of Halloween. Um, and it took him a little bit, um, but he kind of got this small part of himself woken back up again into a realization again that uh, this is what I've been created to do. His purpose was to make Halloween great. Uh, you and me, we're in the same place as Jack Skellington sometimes. Until we know what we're created to do, we'll never be able to fulfill our purpose, truly fulfill it. We may have already discovered who we're meant to be, but think that's not important enough or interesting enough, or I've done it for so long that I'm bored. And like I said, I, I'm the same way. Um, and, and it it took me a little bit. I, I did uh, go back to, to really getting passionate about youth ministry, but then I got offered a position at my, my new church uh, in Radnor, United Methodist, uh, just outside Delphi, Indiana. And um, because it wasn't because I needed something new, I was maybe not paying attention to what God was calling me to do. Um, I thought that youth ministry was all I was going to be, which is fine. There, there are some people that youth ministry is their thing, and that's what they're going to be the rest of their life. They're going to be phenomenal at it, and that's great. But my problem was I wasn't always listening to God. I, again, I was going through the motions. I wasn't paying attention and wasn't looking at new ways to revitalize things. You know, I had new kids coming in all the time, and so I could kind of... Um, 
maybe not stretch myself because I didn't have to. These kids didn't know any different. And so it was me growing myself. Until we know what we're created to do, we'll never be able to do it. So I want you to remember Jack Skellington. Um, discover who you are meant to be so you can make the difference only you can make. Don't try to be what you're not. Be who you're created to be. Now, I know most of you won't uh, be surprised by the scripture I chose to, to use here, but I'm going to read it anyways. This is Romans. Um, it says, For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Let us use them. Um, if prophecy and proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. And, and what's interesting is sometimes people look at the gifts that are listed in scripture and be like, well, I, I don't have any of those gifts or I'm not called to be that. Fine. That's okay. Um, what's great is we don't have to be limited by just those things, just those ideas. We, we not only can't we, we shouldn't be. Um, you know, I've, I've heard of people being incredibly gifted at gardening. And so what they would do is, is they would garden and maybe people would stop by and they would talk or maybe their, their gift of gardening was they produced uh, vegetables and fruits and stuff and they give it out to people. And as they gave it out, that was their, their way of doing things. And that's a spiritual gift. I can totally consider that a spiritual gift. Um, there's just different ways that we're called to serve God and who knows what it's going to be. So don't, don't limit yourself and more importantly, don't limit God uh, for what he's calling you to be because he's calling you to be something great uh, for his kingdom. Not necessarily great in the worldly sense of things, but definitely something great. So, um, join me in a few weeks as we start, as we continue, I mean, not start, continue our new series on uh, Christmas stories or Christmas movies. So, like I did last time and every time, I'm going to give you a, a clue. And so, next time, we will talk uh, a little bit about a green guy who just doesn't like Christmas. Thanks, and God bless.